Yo, 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 <laughs> welcome to another episode of TBH, to be honest, I'm your host, Devon, aka Murph McGurk, we're here on another beautiful day with our co-hosts, Nadia, aka Phase B, and Nate, aka Wildflower, what is good with y'all? Uh, not much, just like, getting ready to do life things, finish up this bullshit-ass semester, you know, move. Oh yeah, you 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 got you got big moves. You got big yeah, a lot of life events happening. Yeah. yeah, it's just I'm ready for 2020 to be over and Same. this new year to start. Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about so, you? How are you, Devon? Re- yeah. You said what? How about you? How are you? Dog, I'm chilling. Um, I feel like the holidays are weird this year because like we're not gonna be around fans because of COVID. You know what I mean? And so. And it's probably just be me and Bay, uh, and then the dog. Uh, so you know, we we probably don't get a tree because our dog is weird, and like likes to eat trees. So <laughs> no tree. Um, but we'll have presents and stuff, so it'll still be the same vibe, but it'll be different vibe. So I'm I'm happy about it. Um, I'm happy that we get to be safe in this time. Um, but you know, right now I feel like I just want to grind, get some money, so that when we come out the pandemic, you know, we, we about action. You know what I mean? Same, same, trying to stack up, especially because, like, the holiday season is coming up. People are still going to expect gifts regardless of what, what's going on during the entirety of the year. So it's like I still got to get right. that done. So I'm trying to figure that out. The, the luxury side of me wants a PS5, so I want to handle that soon. I want so it I so bad, but it's so that. hard to find. No, I expect no, no uh, holiday costs for us. Just, you know. Buying like taking advantage of Black Friday, Cyber Monday. You you're lucky. PS fives right now. If you were looking for a PS five now, you you would be stressing the hell yeah. out. No, I just want to buy a ring light, and I'm like, I need to buy it on Cyber Monday or something. I need a ring light too, to be honest. Amazon, Amazon. You just need to go to Best Buy because they don't. I got a ring light from Amazon, and it was one of their like best ones, and that shit broke. And like, I got it in the summer, maybe like June, July, broke before November. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'll check out Best Buy. (laughs) Damn. Shit, no Amazon. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying, I was for Amazon. And then it broke right. I bought, I convinced my parents to buy it for me because I needed it for conferences. And it broke like right before I did it, did my conferences. Oh, that sucked. But uh, my sister, she bought a ring light uh, because she works at a med school or whatever. And she convinced, or she bought one for herself, but she convinced her school to buy some ring lights because, you know, black uh, cameras are anti black, you know, they don't capture all of the melanin correctly so she was like for interviews you know because she goes to an hbcu for like interviews you should get them ring lights so they can have them that's nice i mean that, that's 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 thoughtful that's really <laughs> thoughtful let's jump into this first section um so our first section today is the ghetto of course um we're gonna spotlight <laughs> the real have we talked about the real before i feel like this is not our first this is not our second no, we talked about inane type of talk shows cough cough the red table but uh-huh. the real the real is a new one um so basically what's happened is um if those are you unfamiliar with the real it's a daytime talk show where these rich ladies try to pretend to be regular people and talk about bird shit for like an hour 
Um, and in this one, it was Janine, I think, Gabrielle or Garcelle Boulot, not Gabrielle Union, Lonnie Love, and this other black woman who I did not recognize. Sorry, other black woman. Um, and they were talking about basically like the news has started to pick up on if all of these people are in jail, why are there so many like TikToks from jail? Like, despite the fact that we've all watched like fucking Orange is the New Black and know that there are ways for people to get phones in prison. Um, but basically, like there's been like in the media spotlight about like people in jail doing TikToks. These women decide to make it a topic and they were like, should because should people in jail enjoy life (laughs) no and they kind of were just like you know they were making a weird stance like they they were like well you know people who are in there for drug charges which we know are like you know not right sure like maybe them but what if your murderer was on tiktok or like the person who hurt your family who's in jail was uh on tiktok and I don't think that that's right. That's not justice to me, um, which was an interesting narrative to take when more people are in jail for nonviolent drug offenses than anything else, or they are in jail because of like, you know, what's it called? The the plea bargaining, like fucked up plea bargaining deals, or because like they're in, like they cannot pay these uh, exorbitant like court fees. So it's like most people who are in jail are punished for like nonviolent drug offenses or for like literally just being poor or from being abused by like the system. It was just weird to me that they were like using this age old like Fox News type of like image storyline of like most people in jail are like violent criminals. And it was just extra laughable in a world where these entertainment people are like, oh, what if you saw someone who like was a murderer or a rapist or something like that, like on TikTok when we see murders and rapists on the big screen like every day? Like Yeah, it's really it's it's really weird because Americans just believe in this like ultimate punishment. So they believe not only in like punishing you by like taking away your ability to be free, but consistently taking away all your like 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 life-giving liberties and freedoms. So the idea that they have anything to enjoy themselves is probably bad, right? If there was like a big enough chess club at a prison, there's a group of people who would have a problem with that. It's like, oh, why do they get to enjoy chess while like the people outside of here have to like do their citizen duties and live every day as like a, a honorable person and these people don't have to. But one, one, I don't think there's that many TikToker, prison TikTokers out there where this is even a big issue. It's really hard to get a phone in the jail. It's double hard to get a phone with internet, a phone and TikTok access into jail. And it's like, this is snitching. It's like you just telling on these people, just like like letting like thousands, millions of people in your audience base watch. Like, oh, look at all these people who like who are in local jails in my neighborhood, like using phones. All of this like illegal um, contraband that they're using. I just think it's unnecessary. It's like, first of all, it's jail, not prison. So a lot of them are there for shorter periods of uh, shorter terms anyway. So like they're only there for a year or two years. So them having a phone during that year or two years is not the same thing as like someone on death row like TikToking about, about how they like killed your sibling or something like that. It's just weird that these like rich and famous people who like have so many liberties and so many, so many like luxuries in life are looking down on this like one thing that these people have to enjoy themselves. It's like showing people the food they make in jail. It's like, oh, this is what I eat in prison every day. Like what's bad with that kind of content? Like what, what, like how are they like, uh, like 
uh, shitting on the system that way. But I don't know. What do you think, Devon? I feel like I'm just disappointed that this is supposed to be a show whose voices are like voices of women of color. Like this yeah. supposed to be a voices of a different different perspective that is non non necessarily like conservative because like all the other takes are like well that's not even true because they have really conservative takes on this show actually I'll yeah just that's i just say the real i just say the real is kind of low-key now that i really think about it i kind of expected this because i think yeah. that this is part of the same old same old conservative ideals that a lot of their takes are both in terms of the ready raising children or in the way in, in, in terms of the household like a lot of their social takes that's what i'll say a lot of their social takes very conservative right like the idea that prisoners whether you be jail or prison should be completely just like taken away from sociality right and completely abandoned from society like that's their punishment not only is a reason why recidivism is so high a reason why people who go to prison are more likely to reoffend because they feel like they're so disconnected from society imagine a nigga that went to prison in 2010 then they get out of prison in 2020 and now there's a TikTok, there's Instagram is popping, Facebook is not even the thing. MySpace was kind of a thing back then, but now it's not a thing anymore. How do you socialize? How do you learn that? How do you how do you understand FaceTime and all these other aspects of, of, of our reality outside of prison without the ability to socialize and use social media? And so my point is, I agree with a lot of our co-hosts, and I think that the thing I agree with the most is something that Nadia said, which is, this is Fox News shit, dude. Like, this is more and more of, 1994 bill clinton crime bill discourse which says that you know like the, the murder all prisoners are murderers and rapists when most likely prisoners are like the dude who couldn't pay rent and try, decided to sell some bud to make rent even though like this is even more frustrating like for a nigga like me i'm from new jersey man weed is legal <laughs> so like most even people that go to jail for drug offenses that are now in prison or like that are able to get out now like even that complication like those people that are most of the people in prison, that are most of the people that you know have been in prison, are the ones that are disconnected from sociality, disconnected from that. And so I feel like I, I wish and I want better from the real, but like I, it's expected, sadly. Yeah, I, I don't expect anything from the real. Like it's just kind of one of those, one of the reasons or the epitome of one of those reasons of why I don't think listen to black women is wholesale something that I get behind just because I'm like, or listen like you know black women like every other population in the earth got so like is not like a monolith um captain save a hoe like always right like mammy type of thing like i really don't like that it's just like you know some black women have opinions that are different from other black women that are counter against interests that would help the marginalization of our people just like any other subgroup of any other type of like people so like the fact that it was a bunch of black women saying this was not surprising to me especially if you consider the type of audience they're trying to cultivate they're not trying to cultivate like leftist anti-capitalist these are all very rich respectable type of women like Lonnie Love is probably the quote-unquote least respectable but that's like Lonnie Love's changed a lot. Like that was just kind of like, you know, to be a comedian, you have to be raunchy or whatever. But now she's doing this daytime stuff. She wants that kind of Midwestern, 
or even like, you know, like conservative type of black woman, you know, who's just like, you know, in a marriage, believes in the nuclear family, wants to like save up her money and do well. Like that's the type of like liberalism they're trying to get. Like remember that Tony Tamar Braxton was kicked off of this show and Tamara who's husband is a Fox News anchor and a big Trump supporter like is like a big part of the show so I wasn't surprised I was just kind of like disgusted particularly with Garcelle because I was just like your son is an addict like you've talked about it so like if your son was in like this jail which he likely could be as a black man um would you be like no he needs to be punished. It's not justice. Like, it's just like, it's like also just assuming that TikTok magically makes like prison some sort of luxurious, luxurious experiment experience when one people in jail are produced are basically slaves who labor to produce all of these goods for like cents a day no money because I remember Lonnie Love was saying they can put their cash app up and get money it's like first of all even if they get money that money only goes to like food snacks and like maybe like essentials that they need particularly if these prisoners were women like uh tampons and shit like that because women do not get like any of those things like in prison or people who need those things do not get any um of those type of menstruation like uh help or whatever I don't know how to describe it pads and tampons and shit like like bare essentials like even if you got money in like on your like books or whatever it wouldn't it would either go to help your family who's like probably needing like the support now that one of their family members are in jail or it goes to just give you bare essentials that prison withholds from you which is just like ramen and food and shit and like you know bath materials and stuff like that it's a fucking pandemic prisons are hot spots where people are just pe- leaving them to die or whatever um in these unsanitary conditions with little to no health care like in california in particular they're having these people fight fires who have no experience like they are being made to be a disposable force so if they want to make some tiktoks so that they feel some sort of joy I don't care what you say like that's fine with me and I don't and it's like also I'm not buying the murders or like the like sexual violence like what if predators are on TikTok in a world where sexual predators get off scot-free and are not in jail all the time like that assumes a system that is actually good at locking up sexual predators which it is not I think I think Jeannie Mai just wants every drug dealer to be like and to be like refined. Well, she was the one I think who was like, yeah, like if it's a drug dealer, it's different. I was like, okay, well, but like, mainly she drug dealers. She's like, no, like I, I want them to own half of Atlanta, so you know they shouldn't be in TikTok. They shouldn't be. In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think they also did a segment where they were like, if women were in charge of prisons, it'd be better. Or like, be or if women were police, it'd be better. And I was like, a white woman killed a black man in his own home. I'm not saying, did they act like that? That that nigga did not just get killed in his house by a white woman police officer. <laughs> if you got off scot free, every show does not need a political segment. Dead that's just facts. If they were just you know giving bad relationship advice and react and like just crying about their old trauma like the show used to do, 
it'd be a harmless show. You know I like what I mean? Have like real fun guest segments. Like like my favorite segments on like the regular when like they used to bring like Todd Mari out. Then you know, like I'll fuck with smart guy. And they bring out the smart guy and it'll be like a family thing. Like, which one of us did, which one of us is more likable in the house? You are. Like, I love those segments. Those are great segments. Like, but like, keep, no politics, please. It's just, it's trying to become the view now because it's getting a lot of love, but it's just like, you're not the view. You're just rich, pretty ladies who are very talented at like fashion or acting. So, and you have semi-successful relationships, so just stick to the rivers that you're used to. Don't I go mean, chasing political waterfalls. I just know that lady is fancy. And fancy got some of the wildest to pick. <laughs> what is she doing? Garcia Beavis is fancy from Jamie Foxx show. Oh, yeah. That's all I know her from. It's, oh, oh, no. And she was in, she was in power, too. She's on Real Housewives of uh, Beverly Hills. She's the first Black housewife for that franchise. And I was just like, bro, I was going to be rooting for you against these white women next season. And now look at you. Can't even care. All right, Fancy. Fancy got bad opinion. <laughs> I just don't know why she would do this. I just don't understand. I mean... I'm not surprised she would do this. I just don't understand why in a world. Look at her network, though. Look at what network the real is on. I don't know what network. I don't watch. It's on Fox. Real. It's on Fox. It's produced by Fox. Oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> Honestly, show. after Tamar left, I never watched the show again. It's like, I didn't even it's watch Fox the show on a regular, but Tamar on the show was much better just because, like, she was hilarious. Like when she was crying about K Michelle and she was like, Do I look like a Muppet? And then like Lonnie Love just nods at her. That was hysterical. I think the more the story is, the real needs to get back to the funny. Way back to the funny. Way back to the tea. It way was back never to the news. They were just crying about like trauma and shit. Yeah, it's ruined Tamara because nobody respects Tamara now. That's why Beyonce only gave Tia a Ivy Park thing. That's shade. That's I love such it. Shame. I love it. That's love it. Love it. Love it too. She, she's under Remy Ma and Papoose's comments, like, "Oh, that's nice, but interracial love too." I was like, "Your man is a racist." Like, no one would care if your man was not a racist. I would care even if he wasn't a racist. That's a weird thing to say. That's a weird thing. To I mean, it's on. an annoying thing to say, but I'm saying like she's doing all this. Like, we have a problem that she's with a white man. Which I guess like people do, but my real problem is you're with a racist. I don't really care who you're with because that's not my business. That's not my life. I don't care. Like the lady from Queen and Slim that started that married. Uh, the reason I like he, uh, Josh Jackson, I think is his name, and I forget her. I don't know her name because she's like a new actress. But she Jody Smith Turner. Jody Smith Turner. Yes, she married him. She didn't get that much smoke because apparently he's like some super activist. Like he was in When They See Us. Like he's a big like vocalist in Hollywood about like racial issues. And like he got smoke, but it, like because he's white, but like the smoke is way different for Jody Smith Turner than it is for like Tamara. Because your husband is a fucking racist white Fox News analyst. Like that's a different level of white man. Like, like, like this that's just two different dudes, like completely different layers of white. And that's why they call you white man's whore. Like <laughs> And I, oop. Oop. <laughs> and oop. <laughs> oop, there it is. Oh, 
spicy. Don DeMarco. Marco. That's what she said. You never saw that clip where she's crying and she's like, they call me the white man's whore. And then like her sister's giving this fake shocked face. Like that's the SpongeBob meme where he's like looking at the he's he's like drinking coffee and he's like his hands are like this and he's like, wow. Look, nah, you got me like Squidward. <laughs> Look at that nigga. And I go right back to what I was doing. That shit got nothing to do with me. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like and it's just like I don't know. I feel like she does have a lot of conservative views. She's just not she doesn't she's not confident enough to say them. Yeah, she just still wants to be seen as I think she just wants to be seen as an ethical person, but I'm like you ride with the wrong team, nigga. Like if you really wanted to, like we'll meet up with Corey and Corey and Tia at the swap meet. Yeah, I was like, first of all. Tia, like your show introduced you to how many fine black men, but you had to choose a racist. The comment under I can see I can see Remy Ma now like reading that comment under her black love post about interracial love from yeah. one, of the, one of the one of the Maori twins being like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, I well, yeah, because it's just like, why be on Remy Ma shit? Because first of all, Papoose, if Papoose ever did anything wrong in that relationship, I would stop believing in love. Papoose is such a great guy. This nigga held her She lucky Papoose ain't cuss her out and be like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you come under my queen's post with this, yeah, with this interracial Papoose. love comment? I watch <laughs> all the Papoose clips, even though he's not like exciting or quote unquote drama. He's so necessary for like beloved hip hop. Have you ever friends. seen the meme of him that's like Papoose is the only dude alive to get a, a, a lineup while, while having a hat on? Yo, <laughs> bro, Papoose, Papoose got a one in, once in a lifetime headline. You feel me? He that's got a hairline, his hairline done with a hat You know hat what? On. His hairline is beautiful because his love for black women. Ooh, it's something. Ooh, it's something. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't know if love for black women protect your hairline. LeBron loves Savannah James, but that hairline going. He Listen, it's the, it's the hairline you get when you respect black women. It's the respect black women hairline they have. They just gotta look up. They just gotta use their angles. Like look up like this all the time. Wait, what hairline do LeBron got? Bosley. He's got, he's got the. My dad's got a similar hairline. It's okay. He got the, he got the half moon. The respect black women hairline. Nah, nigga, I respect black women. If I sit not push back like that, <laughs> give it time. Give it time. You're not their age yet. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Look at Ray Allen with all his no respect of black women. <laughs> <laughs> Ball like a peanut. You Ball hear me? like a motherfucker. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> I love Papoose. I will not say anything bad about that. Bro, man. Papoose, all, all of hip hop is always like, y'all need to stop beefing and be friends again because black friendship matters. <laughs> it's like black men you know, need to be I friends like, with each other. I like, I like when he checks like black men like Joe Budden. He was just like, what do you mean? Like you were cheating on her. Like, why wouldn't she be mad? Like, what do you mean? Like she's being unreasonable. Oh, no, he was just like, you're gaslighting her right now. She's every right to be mad. And Joe Budden's like, oh, she's got every right to be mad. And he's like, yeah. I don't like Joe Budden. I was literally I wanted you. To, I wanted you to continue because I do not like Joe Budden. Joe Budden's just like a sociopath in my mind. My Love. sidebar for Joe Budden is there's an Instagram page. There's an Instagram page. You Joe Budden know. fits. Joe Budden fits. It's oh yes. Joe Budden fits. Oh, I cried. I've literally oh, sat there and cried. There these, Nadia, if you have never seen this, I'm blessing your heart right now, Nadia. There are these long, about three paragraph long descriptions of Joe Budden outfits. That are the funniest shit on the internet. Somebody said that they think Earl Sweatshirt is behind it. That would be funny. He's Kansas. Yeah, that's the rumor. That's the rumor that Earl Sweatshirt is behind it. He might be the goat. 
Yo, all of these outfits. What the fuck? Bro, the, yes. the denim vest. He used to wear a denim vest everywhere. Howdy, just, just, for, just for us, for the first time, just read out loud your first picture description. Just for us. Just alive for the first time. Just okay. Read it <clears throat> when you talk pinnacle of athletic performance, the conversation stops and starts with Big Papa Pump It Up. <laughs> How else do you think he could handle being outside in a 12-gallon basketball short? So much right. unnecessary fabrics in the shorts got him carrying about an extra 50 pounds at all times. Joe Diesel, for real, for real. Who knew shorts came in 52 length? Uh, weather is not an obstacle once he throws these on. Hot weather climate with a beanie and long sleeve shirt got him sweating Ducey flavored bullets, but the capris <laughs> provide just enough draft on the shins to keep his posture super nasty. The range, the body powered by Newports and white bread sandwiches, that's the sicko method. All I'm saying is the term athleisure leisure wouldn't exist without this man right here, because I bet you didn't even know that Nike made double wide shorts pay homage. Shorts wide enough to fit about three to five Dominican women in each leg. Y'all not really seeing the bigger picture. Real freaky man shit. Pairing the big, bo big body shorts with a generic true religion button down is the dangerous and disgusting touch. But hey, when you heard Starlets was having a pickup basketball game tournament for free cake and milk, this is how you pull up. You're really a wild boy if your shorts scrape the top of your kicks. What's bigger than Joe Fat Man Scoop shorts or his beard? What's bigger, Joe's Fat Man Scoop shorts or his beard? Why does Maul look like a full-size midget with a size 5 shoe here? Questions that need answers. Man, listen, drip so nasty, even COVID couldn't touch it. But in all seriousness, glad to see Joe recover. Oh, he had COVID? Yeah, he had COVID. Yeah, COVID. Yeah, COVID. Bro, I don't, I don't want, I, w I don't want to. Uh, all serious. Thanks, thanks for the recovery after you roast me like that. I don't give a fuck if you think of it. <laughs> if you want me to be okay. Like two, three minutes roasting my shit. You ethered me into the ground. He deserves like three it. Minutes. Like honestly, I don't know how anyone takes Joe Bun yelling at them because I would fight them. Lil Yachty like, was just was, very confused. If Bro. I was little Yachty, I would have fought him if he was. Lil Yachty was so confused. He's like, what is going, what did you invite me to? Lil Yachty's just wholesome. I could have run into that nigga at Georgia State and totally believed, like, he was just a student trying to make some beats. Like, <laughs> little Yachty is just, like, a nice kid. Probably, Miles. like, friends with the dorm plug. Like, just hanging out, writing music, like, living life. Making cute yeah. outfits. My favorite thing about Lil Yachty is that he does these like um, these pepper or like hot chip challenges on YouTube and, he and stuff. Eat, he don't eat nothing but he meat. doesn't eat spice. Look, he literally went on hot ones and was like, "I've never had a hot wing before. This is pretty good." He never had hot sauce. He never had hot <laughs> sauce before I he went on hot ones. Little Yachty, I hate. He was like, he I've was like, he's like, "Wow, this is what a hot sauce tastes like. This is actually pretty tasty." Like I can't, I can't believe I've been avoiding this for years. And he's like, "This is your first time, but." He'll just eat. He he's really bad at eating hot food. He always, but he loves doing challenges and shit. So like, he'll do like the one chip challenge, and it'll just fail so bad. It's just so fucking hilarious to me. I love you, Yachty. He's yeah, a little Yachty is just such. He was just like, I'm just here to make music, dog. Like, have fun. Like, his name is Little Yachty. He's he's six three. That's a big nigga. I ain't he's not little. <laughs> he's six three. That's just Yachty. That's what's funny. Big boat. Yeah, we got off topic, but basically, fuck the real. 
They don't know shit. Go back to the T. Go back to the T. That's what we want to hear. The T, the entertainment news, the funnies, the ha ha ha, look at Tamara jokes. We want those or Tia jokes. I want to see the fashion. I like fashion tips from them. They be having fashion. Yeah, Jeannie May, start talking about the fashion, the clothes, and your interracial relationship. Because, uh, whatchamacallit, they're not in person. But you could do that on Zoom. Like, we could could share a picture on Zoom. You say you can't do what? You can't do games on Zoom. Nobody's That's just not true. We can play. We can play games right now. If you know any games for us to play on Zoom, please let us know. I got a game we can play on Zoom. If y'all ever want to play games with us, if you ever want to play games with the host, we are playing games. Holla at us. We playing we Among Us party night. We playing Among Us, and I got other games that we could play. I'm the game master. Fuck with me. Um. I play Among Us, but the other games I'd play like. Oh man, I want to play uh, which we'll call it Cards Against Humanity against Devon again. I remember it was me, Devon, and Carlos. It was a three person game and it was hilarious because it was like one person was the judge each time. What was the one that we both, it was totally inappropriate, but the one that we both had that was true, but it was like, which one is, is the winner? I don't remember, yo. I play so many games. I got, I got expansion decks of Cards Against Humanity now. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm the game master. Um. Uh. All right. Uh. We'll be back with another segment of TBH. Yo, yo. We're back with TBH. Um. I'm your host, Devon, aka Murph McGirt. Was cracking. Uh. We got uh our next segment is gonna be Who's Line. Uh. And we have two special guests with us today to debate uh one of the our current issue. Um. I'm just gonna introduce you real quick. I don't know if you've been paying attention to social media recently, but uh, Young Thug recently criticized Andre 3000. And, 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 and a lot of us, I think the, the reason that it's weird for a lot of us is we thought that, at least me personally, I'm going to say me, me I, I thought Young Thug was Andre's progeny, personally. Hell like, no. The style, the sound. Just the son, but the, not progeny. The, the style, the sound, all of it, right? We, I'm going to get to y'all. I'm going to get to y'all. The style, the sound, all of it, right? But, but on the Expeditiously podcast with T.I., uh, this past week, Young Thug actually was like, nah, I can't rap you two hundred fifty thousand songs. He said, I ain't never paid attention to him ever. Never in my life have I paid attention to hundred fifty thousand. And so, and he also said that when he reached out to uh, to Andre 3000, right, he said he'd like to have his ass kissed and that he will refer him to his secretary to set up a collaboration and that there just never simply was a collaboration, Right. Uh, 3000 will be remembered by scholars and do it big, but Young Thug will be remembered as a wannabe future. That's what somebody said. Oh, that's spicy. So here to debate this discussion and then really give us some insight. We have our first very, very special guest, the one and only Jeffrey Williams, a.k.a. Young Thugger in the building. What's good? Hey, what's happening? Yo, what's happening? What's happening? Uh, and uh, uh, our second guest, um, we could not get Andre. Uh, wow, he's busy. But we did get someone who's important for the story. We got Letitia Scott, who happens to be Andre 3000's secretary, his personal secretary. Letitia, how you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, Mr. Benjamin would like to apologize. However, Saturn is in retrograde right now. So he felt that the stars were not aligned for him to make an appearance. So I, I would just like to apologize for his disappearance, but I'm happy to be here for him. 
I'm not sure what those things mean, but that thank you for, for coming in his in his uh his absence. All right. Um I just got some questions for y'all as the moderator, um, to just get into the nitty-gritty of this debate. Um, and I think the first question that the world has is for young Thug. Thugger, I thought you I mean the style, the swag, the difference, the being from Atlanta and like fitting in but not fitting in. It seems like you and Andre are cut from the same cloth. So is that just not a thing? Nah, I got my own style. I just feel like niggas be hating and niggas want me to be like them. And niggas will prefer for me to come from their tree. But I come from my own tree, the tree of thug. I do what I want when I want, dress how I want, wear what I want, do the drugs I want. I don't really have to worry about no nigga like this. I don't think about no nigga like this. This nigga wears overalls and coveralls and jumpsuits. You see me in Vogue. You see me in fashion shows. I don't think there's any comparison with me and this nigga. I think he should be kissing that, kissing my feet, rubbing the toes of Young Thug. But nah, nah. We are nothing to like. We are nothing to like. I look up to one man, and that's Lil Wayne, and Lil Wayne only. And he don't remind me of Lil Wayne. So you see no similarities between like your fashion sense, whether it be like you're dressing on. I don't uh, see no nigga with any similarities like in my fashion sense. There's not a single nigga alive that has a similar similar fashion sense to me. Well, I mean, I, is it, that's kind of my point, right? Like the the esoteric nature of your style. I don't know what it, that word means. Uh, eccentric. Do you know what that word means? I, I, another word, please. Uh, uh, different. Okay. 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 Your style is very different, and so is Andre's. But y'all from the same area. I think my style is drip. I think his style is coveralls. Wow. I think we both from Atlanta, but a lot of niggas is from Atlanta. I just don't really respect what he got going on. I feel like he should respect what I got going on. I got five, six number one albums. I've never even heard one of his verses. I don't even know where he's from. I don't even know who he was until this recent conversation, to be honest. Now you got me in here with this woman. Who is this woman? Where is she from? I have no idea what her clout is. What she got on? What What is her outfit cost? You see what I'm doing. All right, Thugger, thank you. So Respect, Ms. respect. Scott, I'm not going to ask you to answer none of that. But Miss Scott, like the, the rumors about you ignoring his calls and his want to collaborate right don't i mean like what what is the truth behind this like or is it just that hate that andre hating. is too busy for niggas to, to make to make the connection or is it like, what, what is what is the what is the hold up um well first of all young man uh my outfit costs i want to say maybe a hundred dollars there was a deal on kato's black friday um but basically Mr. Benjamin is a very um, eclectic man, very eccentric for, to, to simplify for you, young man, because I know that, you know, your education's not up there like that. Um, it's, he's very just uh, drumming to his own beat or playing to his own flute, if you will. Like I, even as his secretary, have difficult times finding him because sometimes, you know, He'll be at a gas station playing the flute music or he'll be on like a silent yoga retreat with Miss Badu, um, you know, trying to, you know, breathe in the essence of the atmosphere. So he just keeps a very um, unpredictable schedule. I did, however, answer the young man's call. I thought it was one of Mr. Benjamin's like music class efforts. You know, I thought he was little D from the school of 3000. So that's on my part. I should have. You know, uh, I know little D. I'm wow. sorry. You know, I know little D. Okay. If you say so, sir. 
Um, however, I definitely scheduled something, but Mr. Benjamin doesn't really do features unless it's something very moving in his spirit, unless, you know, the stars are in the right alignment, the right retrograde is happening, it's the right season. You know, Sagittarius season is not the time for collaboration, according to Mr. Benjamin. So I just felt that maybe he's expecting some sort of like fast food style delivery of collaboration when Mr. Benjamin needs more time and um, kind of collaboration. I don't think it's not that he's a fan of you. I'm sure he is. I remember buying um, tickets to one of your shows maybe, but you know, I think it's a little bit of an exaggeration what's happening here. I think there's a little bit of hurt feelings. It's a little bit of the little dog barking for the big dog's attention and you know he'll get over it oh spicy thugger rebut i just think she said that he'd be playing the flute at gas stations and i think that separates us i'm about getting some money he about playing the flute in corduroys i think we're just two different 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 people I just feel like he should already know who I am. I shouldn't have to contact him. I got Jay-Z's number. I got Kanye West's number. I got DJ Khaled's number. I got Elton John's personal number. I don't call no secretary for them. They call me. I call them. We on the same playlist. We on the same. We are, we're on the same page here. The problem is he doesn't have any respect for people like me. He doesn't have respect for the younger generation who's running shit, out here getting money, doing the things he wished he could do, having the career he wished he could have. And maybe he's having fun playing those corduroy, playing playing the flute with those corduroys on. But I'm about getting some money. I'm about being the boss. And I tried to put him on, help him become a boss, help him get some money to put in this kid's pockets. He want to be about it. It's like I'm gonna move on. I, I just have a question. So is it so if you have a problem with artists not paying homage to younger generations, but he don't got no solo albums. How I'm paying homage to him? He don't got no solo albums. What I'm paying homage to? I mean, arguably all of his. Group projects are better than anything you've released. Thugger don't need no group. I mean, you might like. I mean, Outcast, <laughs> Outcast's music is probably doing better than yours. You know, both. Oh, really? I got five number one albums. I got six cars. I got four homes. I mean, so like for example, here's a good question for you. I think this was probably my first thought, and you know, when I heard all of this, is do you think you could take Andre three thousand just his verses in a versus battle? Of course, of course. Are you are you joking right now? Of course, of course. I will watch them. Are you kidding me right now? Let it just so let, let it just be the clothes. Let it just be the music. Let it just be the music. He don't want to do the clothes. He don't want to do the properties. He don't want to do the jewelry, the ice. He gonna keep it the Ooh, music. So you saying you watching him at all levels? You're watching him at every level. I'm saying, who is that? Wow, uh, Miss Scott, do you think that that uh, Mr. Benjamin, aka Three Thou, you think he would do it versus? No, probably not. Um, he doesn't have, to answer your point earlier, while you have those other cell phones, and I'm sure you're very proud of that, uh, Mr. Benjamin does not own means of contacting him. He believes that um, if people really need to get in contact with them, they can meditate particularly hard. And then at some point, their spirits will project towards him and he'll feel the need, he'll feel your connection. So that's not how you get into direct contact with Mr. Benjamin. Uh, second, to answer his other point, Ben, Doc, Mr. Benjamin can do all of these things, can not really have to do all of the things that this young man is boasting about simply because he's won seven Grammys. 
He's been in several music. He's been in several movies. He's made all the money that this man uh, just recently found. So, you know, when you have the money that you already have, you don't necessarily need to keep doing what, you know, the outside world needs you to. Sound like he's unmotivated. And he also is a very generous and caring for the young people. So he would never embarrass one of his students um, from his class by challenging him to a battle. That's not what teachers do. Teachers inspire you to be better and to like love yourself and to keep, you know, finding what makes you you. Teachers don't try to battle you to assert dominance. That's not that's not Mr. Benjamin's way. I really like, I really appreciate that. And so Young Thugger, I actually have a question that goes along the lines of like this idea that Mr. Benjamin aka Three thousand is just so awesome as a as a teacher and as a person. So you said that he don't fuck with you, right? Like you like he criticizing you and he don't interact with you. But in two thousand seventeen, there was a, a profile in Complex where Andre Three Thousand was asked specifically about Young Thug, and this is what he said. He said, "Quote: He's exciting. There's no box. He's all over the place. To do those things he does, you have to have big fucking balls." It's almost harder than the guy who's portraying hard. You know, you know what I mean? It's kind of mind fucking people. It's, it's saying, don't get too comfortable with me. That's one of my mottos. Don't let people get too comfortable with what you're doing. What? So what do you, like, he says, he even goes on to say more. He says, rapping is, be, is like being a boxer. No matter how great you are or were at a certain time, the older you get, the slower you get. I don't care who you are. And I can feel that coming on. There's always a new wave of artists. And sometimes I'm just like, I'm good. I let the young guys do it. So what if his saying no to you isn't like a fuck you? What if it's like a, I'm paying homage to you by letting you run the game? Some people, some people hate behind the shadows. Some people don't hate in front of your face. They tell these comp- they tell these media publications about how much they love you, about how, mu- how dangerous your music sounds, about how lit you are, particularly behind doors, Devon. They be hating. Niggas hate to see you shine. They hate to see you win. They don't want to say it because it messes with their images and how they look in the public. But thug, I keep it real. I keep it honest. I keep it a buck 100% of the time. I disagree with her. He not got shit to teach me. He not my teacher. He not my instructor. I could teach him, show him the drip, show him the ice. Show him this music thing I didn't perfect it. Show him how to get a number one album. Show him how to up his swag a little bit. Maybe get rid of the corduroy button ups and get rid of the flutes and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, if you really want to show homage, if you really want to pay respect, if you really want to tell me about how I'm the future and how young people are the new ones up, you can call me. You can have. You can give me your personal number. We can chat like men. I'm not going in between nobody calling no secretary for nobody because I'm Young Thug. Young Thug doesn't call nobody secretary. Um, again, Dr. or Mr. Benjamin does not own a cell phone. I have his only means of cellular conversation. I, I, I better have the only access to his pigeon. His no, carrier again, pigeon you, again you, you need to meditate and be in the right spirit so that your spirit can astro project. I'm meditating money. So that's kind of that kind of method. Second, wait a minute, this guy, Dr. Or second, Mr. Benjamin does not like live in shadows he doesn't believe in them he thinks they carry bad juju so again you would find mr benjamin in a shadow just to let you know i need a a clarification question before you go any further did you say 
that the way to get to under three thousand is through astral projection? Yes. Okay. That's that's what he believes in. I don't even know what either one of those words mean. I'm not surprised. I, oh, I can tell you astral projection. Bro, it seems like your your spirit is not willing to make those type. It seems like you're very bound to worldly things. So I'm unsurprised that okay. your spirit knows nothing about astral projection. Astral projection I'm bound to being a boss. I'm bound to being a. You're boss bound to being to something for sure. For so sure, you're bound to being fed, something. Keeping my niggas fed, but again, money in my friends. I just to think boss. You won't catch me playing no flute. Okay. Congratulations. I'm gonna just tell you real quick. What I also won't catch you being a goat. So astral projection is when you're able to leave your body, volunt- like voluntarily leave your body, like your soul leaves your body, while your body's still intact. You usually, have that's to- how I feel in the studio when I make one of my number one albums. Oh, okay. what? And what albums is that? You mean how many which, Grammys did you win for those albums? Which of the five? Again, unfamiliar with you and all of your works. Does Andre 3000 have Grammys? Yeah, he's seven. Oh, excuse me. They were giving them out like candy back then. Do you have Grammy jumped up? They were giving them out like candy back then. I do have a Grammy. How many? I have Grammy. You know, I'm a younger artist, but I have a Grammy. A Grammy for the for for the singular, but okay. Well, congratulations. One day you'll get to seven. One day you'll win album of the. One day you'll be able to afford a chain. Okay. All right. I think I'm ready to decide. Um, I have no attachment to earthly wealth. I'm, I'm ready to decide. Here. It's one um, of the it's one of the conditions of working for Mr. Benjamin. Corporations actually make great deodorant. Wow! I think- Again, I don't. We we use uh, one of the conditions of working for Mr. Benjamin is using crystals. I can All tell. Right. All right. So I'm Thank going you. to uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to make a final uh, jur- jurisdiction here. I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say that I vote. I don't really know what sides there are. I'm going to say that Young Thugger is in the wrong. And, and I, here's why. I think that Andre 3000 in the past has always been like, yo, I'm open to doing whatever. I'm always down to do whatever. I'm always down to link. I'm always down to work. And I think that it's facetious to for Young Thug. That means you're lying to say that you don't care about, or you don't know Andre 3000's music. First of all, if you don't know Andre 3000 music, absent of you lying about taking his swag, nigga, are you really a student of hip hop? Do you know good music? How do you not know an Andre 3000? I'm a student of these bands. You're from Atlanta. How do you not know an Outkast song? That's just a lie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's it's just a straight up lie. And so that, that's why I'm like, I can't respect that from your on your artistry, especially when like, Andre 3000 has in the past, from the quote I read, y'all, like, go look at this complex article, y'all, has paid homage and even will say willing to work with artists like and specifically Young Thug. So where is this negative energy coming from? Like, of course, it could be in the shadows, but at the same time, like, I, I kind of agree with, with Miss Scott. Like, Andre is the centric, is an eccentric nigga. Like, and one thing that Young Thug said during this whole beef that or this argument just now that was kind of true, but it's funny, which is that Andre 3000 is is out here not about this money. This nigga's out here playing flutes, right? This like, but this nigga got caught at the gas station. Niggas thought he was homeless last month, y'all, because he was out just like they're like, "What you doing?" He's like, "I'm out here just playing music, enjoying nature, you know, just vibing." Like, that's Andre 3000. 
And I just think that it, it, it's different people. You know what I mean? I think I think Young Thug is being kind of whack here, bro, and, and shitting on the opportunity to pay homage to a great, especially in the opportunity now where like niggas is dropping like flies. Like, when are you ever going to give a nigga they flowers? You know what I'm saying? And uh, and just for, as a fan of musicality, a Young Thug Andre 3000 collabo would be fucking awesome. It would be awesome to hear them work together. Um, yeah. Um, I would just like to say I was currently asked for projecting with uh, Mr. Benjamin about this conversation. He says he doesn't believe uh, that anyone is right or wrong, just simply out of communion with others. Um, and he would love for you to go out on a retreat with him, you know, take go out to Stone Mountain or one of the many beautiful parks here in Atlanta and just, you know, vibe and understand maybe come to a conversation about this i'm not sure if that will end up in a collaboration again that really depends on the moon and what season of the astrology we're in but at the same time he would love for some form of a way for you to get into communion rather than out of communion thank you miss scott thank you mr williams aka thug a thug thug a thug I really appreciate your music, bro. I really hope that y'all figure this shit out because a Andre 3000 Young Thug collabo would be baller as shit. Speaking as Nadia, I don't really care about that shit. I hate Young Thug. Fuck him. Okay. Learn to respect black women. <laughs> then you get a collab, nigga. Okay. <laughs> Just had to get that out there. Speaking as Nadia, not, not as Scott. Speaking as me, I hope that collab happens. We'll talk to you soon. No, we'll be right back with more TBAs. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to TBH. I'm your boy, Murph McGirt. Listen, it is time for our unpopular opinion segment. And this one is a doozy. It's crazy. I literally just heard about it about a minute and 17 seconds ago. No bull. Nadia, face B, take us away. So I just want to preface this by saying I'm a very picky eater. Got weird food opinions. And I like that, but you know, other people will be unhappy and that's your emotions to carry. But I don't like mango. I don't what? like it as a fruit. I barely like it as a flavor and I'm slowly falling out of love with it as a juice. What, a, like how bro, how? It all started back in middle school when I visited Somaliland. Cause prior, prior to that, I loved, uh, mangoes i had the same opinion as any other nigga child about the fruit uh but then i was like i have weird moments with food but i was eating one there and i was like this shit is getting all on my face it's so sticky and gross just eating this shit and why do i like this fruit and i just decided i wasn't gonna like it right then and there and then i was like well the flavor is still nice so that i try to eat like mango flavored stuff or juice, but here's the thing, the juice, why is it all so goddamn thick? Like it's unnecessary. Like I've never had a kind of juice that feels like snot, like you're drinking snot. I hate it, I hate it texturally. And then even like the slices of mango, they feel like they have no juice in them. So it's a weird thing of like a raw mango is too juicy or too sticky. A sliced mango is too dry. Um, I don't think it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's not sweet, but it's like, it's got a kick to it or whatever. It's not like tangy enough for me. 
Um, and pineapples are superior. Just, Everything I want from a mango, pineapples give me that. Oh, man. All right. This hurts my heart just a little bit. Because, first of all, I'm allergic to many, many fruits. I can't eat many fruits. So I take the fruits that I can't eat very seriously. The two fruits that you named, I can't eat. So I can speak honestly on both of these fruits. They, they give me different things, okay? Uh, mango is delicious, okay? <laughs> Why do you You're say it like that? Because that's how you really say it. Mangoes <laughs> are delicious, okay? And they, first of all, your problems with juice are with high fructose corn syrup, not with mangoes. Like, it's, you have no problem with the fruit itself. You're like the syrup is thick. That has nothing to do with the juice. Nah, <laughs> bro, the juice is... A tra- have y'all ever had a mango drink? It's disgusting texturally. It's not bad love, taste-wise. I love Snapple mango I mean, Why is it so thick like that? And I know my sister's about to fight me when she listens to this because she loves mango. But it's gross. I love Snapple mango manis. That shit's scrumptious. I love Snap. I I'm love talking mango. About, I'm not talking about commercialized mango drinks. I'm talking about real mango juice. Like if you get it from the little, I don't know how to even describe it, like the... What's that? The Goya mango Except juice? Trump. I don't buy Goya. Well, you know, back before that, before we knew, the Goya type of mango juice, it's just disgusting. All Goya drinks are thick, like Mata, Mata thick too. That's nah, thick. because guava is sort of thick, but it's not too thick. That's a different fruit. <laughs> I'm just guava. saying, like you were saying all of them are thick. That's not true. My favorite to... guava. It's because so much of mango's essence is in the juice. They have to capture so much of it in syrup to get you the real flavor. Disgusting. Like, that's delicious. That just means the fruit is so... You like inhaling snot. Wow. Nate, do you have an opinion on this? I'm kind of in the the middle here because I like the, the, the flavor of mangoes, but I do agree it's really hard to get them in the right way. Like, either they're, like really really dry as like the pieces of mango or they're just ultimately just too sticky i'm not a huge fan of the mango juice i'm not really a fan of like super concentrate juices in general but mango kind of the i'm right that there's fibers and shit it's a very fibrous fruit so when you like we're making like a smoothie or a drink out of something that fibrous you're gonna like taste it when you're drinking it it's gonna like feel like pulp but it's really just like the flesh of the actual of the actual fruit, fruit. So I'm in the middle of this, but I love the taste, but I never, I never had per, a perfect mango taste. Like I've had a perfect mango, mango flavored candy. They're shit. Like I've got nothing to say about mango flavored, oh, yeah. like candy. Or I couldn't even imagine that. I've never had mango flavored candy. I've had mango flavored candy. You've never had a dum-dum that was mango flavored. You blessed. I've had right. mango I just thought about that. Maybe I have. I've had mango ring before. Like the peach rings, but mango, that shit smack. But yeah, whenever like I like try to buy them in a store or something, I could, they're, they're never good. I've I've only been given good mangoes. Like somebody like had them at their house already, and like doused them in honey or something. Or like, oh, you want mangoes? But every time I try to go out and like copy that experience and buy my own fresh mangoes, they're always gross and like either too ripe or not ripe enough and not sweet. Or I have to buy them with all that with all that like um that high fructose corn syrup at the bottom and shit. Then they're just really slimy and gross. And I don't really like that. It reminds me of like canned peaches, where it's like mostly just the juice. Y'all sleep, and then you said pineapple. Pineapples are good, but them shits eat you back, bro. Yeah, I like a fruit that fights back. That's what? Nice. what? <laughs> the fruit that fights back. Pineapples. It's got a kick to it. 
That shit eat you back, nigga. <laughs> it's worth it. Is that like my food to eat me back? That's a wild shit. Reciprocity, bro. nigga. Like, hell nah, not with no food. You wouldn't be saying that when you eat a burger or some shit, eat a salad. You'd be mad as hell if you eat a salad. That shit start eating the fuck out you from the inside. If it tasted as good as pineapples, I wouldn't care. It don't literally eat you back. Like, your mouth doesn't dissolve. Like, it just stings a little. Grow up. You eat spicy food. What's the difference? Ah, it does eat you back. It, 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 it counter- I mean, the acidic back. thing eats you back, but it's not to the point where it's life-threatening. Like, a nigga never died from eating too much pineapple. Your mouth didn't dissolve or go anywhere. It's not a health hazard. And you eat spicy food, so what's the difference? Like, basically, the spicy food is eating you back. You ever had a spicy mango? Like, like what? Take, take. I, I don't like spicy food and I don't like mangoes so why would I do that I do remember those candies I was the nigga who soaked it in water till the like chili powder faded away Stop. and then I ate the mango why would you, you don't do like spicy that? food go back to episode one why would you do that if I could get to the mango but like bro you ruined the integrity of the dish what else was I gonna do have another child lick the shit that's disgusting <laughs> It's like you so you soaked it. Yeah, that was the only way I to would rather you throw that shit away. <laughs> <laughs> How else would I get to the mango? Was the uh, mango still tasty after you soaked it? Yeah. Okay. The mango doesn't go away, it just gets the chili away. And then and man- mango slaps so hard you can put it through trials and tribulation and it's still scrumptious. You gonna see <laughs> you don't like it. You can again, I don't know if it was the mango or the corn syrup, but again, this was pre-Somaliland, Nadia. I don't think I would have a mango-flavored candy and do it again. I was a kid. I fucking eat any kind of candy. Yo, mango slap, bro. I low-key, I want one right now. I might go. Aren't you allergic? Nah, there's very few fruits. All right, all right. So there's very few fruits that I can actually eat. And when I eat them, I can only eat them in small moderation. For our listeners, this, all right, this, this is just a small tidbit for our listeners. I have the weirdest allergy in the world where, like, most fruits will kill me. Like, berries and cherries and all that delicious stuff, yeah, they'll, they'll, make, they'll take a nigga out, right? And so, like, I, like, and it's happened a bunch of times. Like, one time, I remember I got hospitalized for a single, like, cherry. It was, like, a maraschino cherry. Shit put me in an emergency room. You have don't my- have a cherry in your shake? I can't have nothing, dude. I can't have none of the good shit. Like I, I, I feel like the coolest fruits that I can eat, pineapple in moderation, mango in moderation. I can eat grapes, banana. I love uh, bananas. I do. And too. then like, and then that's really like, like maybe pe- I can eat pears and cantaloupe and like honeydew melon. But like honeydew is trash. But cantaloupe. Apples, apples make my lips sting and shit. Like I'd be fucked up. Apples and shit make. Like cherries, no berries. I can't eat any kind of berry. Them shits are delicious though. Like I've like and low key like all right. And this is what makes me a crazy person, right? Because like the reason I know that fruit still tastes delicious because I do wild boy shit. Like you know I might pop a blueberry or two and then pop a Benadryl. You know. I'm I'm sorry, you can't say I do wild boy shit and then like follow it up with I pop a blueberry. Hey, hey, if that, if that blueberry gonna make you die and you pop one, that's wild boy shit right there. You, you put yourself in the I disagree, shit. but listeners, you can like figure out. Come on, that's wild shit. If you allergic to peanuts and you like, you know what? I'm about to fuck with a peanut butter and jelly it's sandwich. Irresponsible. Yeah, you just that's irresponsible boy shit. I don't so know that, if that's so wild is not irresponsible. It's like suicidal boy shit at the best. Not always, but sometimes this is a wild boy shit right here. I'm not about to take away from my gangster nigga. Look, look, I put out, look, 
I put I put life into this shit. You heard? I'll pop two strawberries and eat a Benadryl. Go to sleep. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> please don't. Just, just in general, please don't. <laughs> Nah, yo, uh, we don't want to like have a like episode where we're like pop a couple know, of RIP Devon Murphy, aka Murph McGirt. He popped one like cherry too many. You know what's funny about that shit though? You know what's super funny about this whole this segment? This shit not jokes. I really do this. Like I really, <laughs> I've really like been like, you know what? I'm gonna take a run on the wild side. I was like, let me see what blueberries taste like. And I went and tasted some blueberries. And I was like, you know, just to be safe, I'm about to pop two Benadryl, pop two Benadryl, literally went to sleep before my throat could close, pop two Benadryl, boom. I knew a little allergic reaction was coming because I felt the itch. I was like, oh, the blueberries is good, but like <laughs> pop two Benadryl. Blueberries are scrumptious. I'm not gonna lie. I think well, that might be the fruit that I'm missing. Blueberries out on. is not even worth it. I'm not into you bugging like that. Die over blueberries. Yo, them shit. You gonna die over blueberries? You didn't know what they tasted like. I didn't know what they tasted. I didn't know a muffin or a pancake or something that makes more sense. But blueberries. I've never eaten veal, but I don't want to die to try veal. Yeah, but that's not a fruit, my nigga. Like that's a dead ass animal. I mean, I understand because I almost was allergic to strawberries, and I was like, I'm gonna still eat this shit. Like when I heard the news, I was like, I'm gonna still do it. But it's just the way that you're talking, Yvonne, That's hilarious to me. It's like I don't expect someone who's like, I really do this shit, to then follow it up about how they risk their lives over fruits. Like that's not hey, that's <laughs> those phrases don't match. I've never had a strawberry, but I've had strawberry flavored things, and I think they might be trash. Are they good? I love strawberries. strawberries are great. It's yeah. just um strawberries, yeah. the fruit are better than strawberry flavored things. Because they had a strawberry flavored things soft. Like never it had makes a strawberry like... fruit. Never. Never had a strawberry fruit. I'm scared. Great. I feel like a strawberry fruit might take a nigga out. Like oh, please don't. Please I mean, don't. don't don't risk your life over fruit again. I feel if like if I got Benadryl, it's a safe bet. Low key, if I got Benadryl, like Devon, that's not what. Benadryl like a if savior. You're just allergic. Be allergic or take. So antihistamines work. Antihistamines work. If I got blueberries, it's a safe bet. If I got some Benadryl, this has now become an ad for Benadryl. This has also become an ad for risky behavior. If you or your loved ones are allergic to fruit, please get them the help they need to not risk their lives over said fruit. It's not that serious. Right, whoa, why y'all making me sound like I got a problem with some I shit? I you said you do wild boy shit. You're like, I'm going to risk my life over some blues. Like, I'm going to pop a strawberry later. I don't do it no more. Maybe a cherry. I really do this shit. So I'm more refined. I'm more refined in my life. But you know, in my wild boy days, that's how I used to move. You know what I, mean? I have a little brother who's allergic to oranges who just kept trying to eat them for years. So yep. he feels your pain. Eat an orange. I love oranges. Oranges are great. Oranges too. They're one of the I can't eat oranges too much. Like I can only eat them in very moderation or else like my throat will start to uh, get scratchy. See, that, that's my pain. Them shits are delicious. I love fruits. Like great take a, a pears, orange, orange apples, bananas, strawberries. Not mangoes, apparently, that's but apparently favorite. not mangoes, which is like wild to me. Like that's that's what makes it even wilder to me that you know my I can't even eat fruits like that. The one fruit I do like, you like nah, it's what I mean. I think your beef is with syrup though, not not mango. It's just the stickiness. Like the real mangoes are I was like, I don't want to eat a raw one because I don't want my face to be all sticky just to eat this shit. I don't like being a messy eater. So if you had someone, if you had a chef in your home slicing raw mangoes for you, you would eat that. You'd be like, That's no, because when you slice them for some reason, 
then they become dry. Yeah, but I'm talking about like directly in your face, like not pre-packaged. Like they're gonna cut it right there and give it to you. Honestly, I don't know. Because my mom is so technically my mom is technically that chef. And every time she's cut up some mangoes, like my sister's eating them. And I'm like, I'm good off of that. <laughs> my heart, not even. <laughs> I just got a weird palate though I've accepted it alright y'all uh, we have come to an end of an episode once again we are at the end it's sad to see you go yo you ever yo the, I used to watch there was a show on uh, Disney Channel first of all do y'all used to watch Disney Channel with children all the time yeah everything do you remember Bear in the Big Blue House yes yeah. they had the illest outro ever he said hey this was really fun I hope you liked it too. Don't don't sing it too much. We don't want to get sued by Bear in the. I, I, no, that's why I stopped. That's why I stopped. <laughs> that's that's I, my favorite. That was one of my favorite shows growing up. I love that show. Love I love Bear in the Big Blue House. Who would you take in a fight between Bear in the Big Blue House and Barney? I got Barney, bro. Bear, he's Bear. huge. I feel like he's one of those Mister Roger niggas who's like lived a life, but is now reformed. But he still Barney got it in him. Fair. He's a bear. Barney don't fight fair. First of all, Barney's a dinosaur. He's a tyrannosaur. First of all, Barney ain't got no hands. Literally, his the arms don't reach. Don't got the reach. His tyrannosaur is wrecked. Y'all want to take Yeah, him. that means he don't got the reach. And oh, he's top heavy, so it's easy to take him down. That man is a bear. Y'all would take a bear versus a tyrannosaur. Yes. Are you kidding? I'm taking, I'm taking this bear versus this tyrannosaurus rex. It's his arms don't even reach. He can't even he can't even give him the hands. He can't. And he's top heavy. You one one bop on the nose and he's down on the ground. Can't get back up. Can't push himself back. It's up. funny that you mentioned bop because that's the key to victory. Barney. And oh, he's going to jump. Barney jumping them niggas. It's going to be BJ Barney and Baby. Yeah, there Barney. were hella niggas in the blue in the in the blue house that would jump into. Niggas is appliances. Hella, you think Barney, hella you think baby bop can't beat yeah, up. Yeah, a- you ever seen you ever seen the ending to Beauty and the Beast when the furniture came to okay, life? Goodbye. But, okay. But goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Leave a comment on who you think would win. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. I'm your host, Devon, aka Murph McGurk. We got Nate Wallflower, Nani and Face B. We're here at TBH. Holla at y'all niggas later. Peace.